Hey there, alligator zone aficionados. My name is Priya. And my name is Vikram. And welcome to another episode of the Alligator Zone podcast. Today we're going to be interviewing Mr. Rob Pavoni, CEO and co-founder of Fresco Foods. You can find him at eatfrescofoods.com. Mr. Pavoni, we're just going to jump straight into the first question. So the first question is today, um, in simple words, what problem are you working to solve and how? Well, thank you for the question. Yeah, the, the problem we are working to solve is that people are more busy than ever. A lot of times uh, both parents in, in your house are, are working and there's not a lot of time uh, to plan out meals and, and, and cook healthy foods all the time. Uh, so for those nights that where you're unable to, to cook a, a wholesome meal or, or go out to dinner, we wanted to provide a solution that was quick, easy, but also healthy and something that people could feel good about eating. So we created a line of ready meals, and the big differentiator, the big difference from what's, on the, what's already in the grocery store is that rather than a frozen meal that's mass-produced in a big factory and shipped around the country, uh, frozen, we decided to make fresh meals and to find a very uh, innovative packaging so we're able to provide fresh meal solutions and prepared foods to make people's lives easier. And you know, we just felt like people, um, mm. again, were, were very busy and didn't have time to, to do that. And a lot of times they resort to uh, you know, fast food or, or frozen dinners, just things that aren't necessarily that, that good for you. Uh, and we just wanted to provide a, a, just a much better solution that they could feel good about eating. Yeah, that happens sometimes with me. We're very, like we have a lot of activities, so sometimes my mom she just she just doesn't have time to make something. Exactly. We're all everybody's looking for more time, and a lot of times, uh, what sacrifices when you're running out of time is, uh, you know, just doing things the right way. Like I said, there's a lot of easy, quick solutions for food, but unfortunately, a lot of them aren't too good for you. So we wanted to provide a, just a really good solution. And we wanted to be available very easily, very accessible. Uh, so we wanted to be available where you guys shop already. Uh, we didn't want to have to create a, a separate uh, uh, shopping stop, you know, where it's another store. We didn't really want to do a mail order, you know, where we ship boxes to people's homes because that can be a little cumbersome too. A lot of times you, know, that you have to sign up for a subscription and commit to a certain uh, number of meals and what have you, and the cost of shipping fresh food around the country is not very cheap as well. So our, our business model, our model is to, is to really be located where you already shop, you know, whether it's a grocery mm-hmm. store or convenience store or um, maybe even a drugstore someday. So just those real easy you know, where you don't have to commit to buying 10 of them. You could just buy one or two or three, whatever it might be, and you could have them on hand for those nights where you get, get a little busy and you don't have time. Yeah. What skills do you use to, run, to start the company, and what, sco- what skills do you use to run it? Well, it, it's a very good question. Yeah, you need a lot of skills to, to start and run a company, but I think the most important 
uh, ones that I've that I possess that I've been working on since I was a, a kid and and into college and in the early parts of my career is is mm. to be very very analytical, you know, which is basically looking at the the numbers and and trying to figure out the, the best way to accomplish something, whether it's determining what the price should be or um, you know setting out a plan to accomplish your goals. So it's you know, writing it all down and just being very, uh, very analytical and then thinking uh, very critically. You know, it's almost like playing chess. You have to think about what your next steps, uh, what the next moves are, not what your current move is, but you know, how is that current move going to affect uh, moves later? So that's when you're running a business or starting a business, yes, you have to focus on what you're working to accomplish, but you have to think about uh, what you're doing down the road. So it's very, uh, you know, you're always thinking about it. You're, you're thinking about what the, um, what the implications are of your, the, the decisions you're making and trying to understand how you could, um, you know, be successful, set yourself up for success. So it's very difficult to understand what the future holds, but you know, I think a skill of, of being analytical, you know, uh, whether it's writing everything down and, and setting, uh, um, you know, uh, setting up a business model, it's very important then you could understand how you're doing versus that model. You could, you could look at, you know, what you've set forth and, and see how you're doing. So it's very important, I, I believe. Okay. Going back in time, what were your favorite subjects in your childhood? Well, I, I, I always enjoyed math, uh, you know, whether it was um, in grade school or, you know, elementary school up, up to high school. I had the opportunity, I think it was in eighth grade, where the, you know, I did pretty well in math and the teacher uh, and the, my, the school I was attending gave us the opportunity to, to move ahead a year in math. So we were doing ninth grade math in eighth grade. And that was a, a really good experience because it, now by the time I was in 12th grade, I was learning college math. math um, and so it just gave me a kind of a leg up, a, a nice advantage. And, and so I really enjoyed math. And then later in, in college, I really liked some of the sciences. Um, I took an oceanography class, learned about the ocean, and, and, so it was, uh, or, and I took an astronomy class as well. So really combining math and, and, and the sciences, I think, are really important. And um, it, it allows you to be kind of well-rounded and understand the, the you know, the, the scientific and the, and the math uh, part of, uh, you know, part of things. So, yeah, I always, I always enjoyed that. That's cool. Yeah. What did you do for fun? Do you have any hobbies? Yeah, over the years I've had lots of hobbies, mostly playing sports and, you know, being active. Nowadays I, I have a five-and-a-half-year-old son, so my wife and I typically are doing things with him, you know, whether it's taking him to the park or or uh, just playing with his toys at, the, at, at home. And one of the best things he loves doing is going to Disney, of course, being here in Tampa. So uh, we try to do that as often as we can because he just has a has a really good time there. So, yeah, a lot of our time now is um, when we're not working is is doing fun things with our son. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, that's fun. Did you have any childhood heroes? And why, if you did, why were they your heroes? That's a very good question. I don't know if I had heroes. I mean, I think I definitely looked up to a lot of people. And uh, first and foremost, it was my father. 
Um, and the, the thing my father did, he was a really, really hard worker. He was a fireman and, uh, in, in New York City. That's where I grew up, in, in the suburbs of New York. And uh, when he wasn't uh, being a fireman, he was working other jobs, you know, whether it was a security guard or he was also in the Air National Guard, which is the military. So he did that on uh, one weekend a month and, and two weeks a year. So I really admired his work ethic. He was, he was always looking to, um, you know, to work really hard, and, uh, and he was very good at what he did. Uh, he worked for one of the, in New York City, one of the best uh, firehouses in the, in the whole city. Uh, they were very, very talented guys. They were trained in scuba diving and oh. all sorts of different, different things. Um, so I really admired him, you know, from a work ethic and, and a, um, you know, just being good at what you, what you're going to do, you know, wh- whatever that is, just try to be the best that you possibly can. So, um, what kind of books, movies, sports did you play as a child? Well, you know, I played when I was very young, played soccer for the most part. And then as I got older, I got more interested in other sports. I played football and basketball and in the, in the neighborhood, we played a lot of baseball. I never played organized baseball, but yeah, football and basketball were kind of my two sports. Uh, we really enjoyed that. I have three, three brothers. So we were always playing yeah. sports. We were sometimes making up sports and just having a good time. Uh, yeah, I, I will say reading is really important, and uh, the books that I liked when I was younger, I'm not sure if they're still around, but they're called Choose Your Own Adventure, and they were really interesting books because oh, you would, yeah. you've heard of them. Okay, good. Yeah, so when you first start reading them, uh, you get to a point in the book where uh, in the story they'll ask you a question. They'll say, you know, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? And you get to choose uh, what that character is going to do in the next step, and then if you choose uh, one of the options, it would say, okay, turn to page, uh, you know, to the page where that adventure continues or the other option will be the other. So I always, I, I thought those were, were really neat books. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, to be involved and interactive with the story and where you could actually choose uh, where the story goes was really cool. Uh, so yeah, if they're still around, that's great. I think they're, they're wonderful books. Did you have any favorite TV shows or movie genres? Let's see. Yeah, we we really liked watching sports when we were young. Uh, I tell you, this was funny. My growing up, my my parents were were pretty strict on how much TV we watched. So they said you could watch one show a week, and we would typically pick a you know a, a comedy uh, like Cosby Show or or one of those shows that that aren't around anymore, but we were allowed to watch educational shows and that didn't count towards our one show a week uh, uh-huh. allowance. So I would always watch, and my brothers didn't, but I would always watch Jeopardy and it's still on today. It's a, you know, the quiz show. And, and I didn't know half, I didn't know really any of the answers, but I really just watched, loved watching it because I was so impressed by how these people knew all sorts of things. It wasn't, you know, just science or just math or just uh, English, uh, you know, they, they knew all sorts of things, you know, whether it's art or music. So even to this day, I, I enjoy watching Jeopardy and, um, you know, it's always fun to, to kind of, you know, have competition as well. So, you know, we, I've uh, also come to like some of the competition shows that are on TV nowadays, whether it's Amazing Race where they travel around the world or. Oh, yeah. Um, we love that show. show. 
Yeah, isn't it fun? Yeah, so I mean, I think it's, you know, watching people um, problem solve and, and have an adventure. It kind of goes back to those books that I was talking about. It's, it, it, I find that pretty entertaining. And then um, you, you mentioned music. I think, uh, you know, there's so much good music, and I really like a lot of it. Um, you know, I like um, what they call kind of a rock and roll or alternative music. But I also like some jazz and, and uh, you know, like old, old music, like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and some of those old singers. Uh, that was even before I was a kid. Uh, I just find the music, um, you know, pretty enjoyable. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> She's always listening to music. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Can you recall any specific incidents or people that were turning points which helped you in your journey to start this company? Yeah, absolutely. And this is our first, uh, my wife and I's first um, first time starting a company. So we didn't, oh. you know, we had very good experience in our careers, but we didn't, We've never gone through this journey before, so it was uh, all new to us. So early on, I, I think it's very important to, to contact and, and talk to a lot of people that you know or that maybe that people you know that, you know, uh, that would introduce you to other people to learn from them. So there was a gentleman uh, that I had worked with in the past and was a very, very smart guy, and uh, I was always impressed with him. So when we had this idea to start a business, we – we you know started writing a business plan and you just kind of write down what what you what this business is going to be and how is it going to be successful and uh, and I sent that business plan to this gentleman uh, his name's Rick and uh, he was very gracious and that's the one thing I will say starting a business a lot of people want to help you uh, it's really fantastic to to see all the help and support that you get and there really is nothing in it for them they just want to help. Uh, but yeah, I sat, Rick gave me a lot of good feedback and, Hey, have you thought about doing it this way or that way? The first thing he asked me, which I, I, I was maybe too close to, to the business to understand. He said, is the food good? I said, well, I don't know. We haven't, we, we haven't, uh, made the food yet. You know, I had this idea of what it can be. So I said, you're, you're right. The food has to be delicious. That's the first thing. Um, yeah, so that, uh, he was very good, very impactful, even to this day, I've kept in touch with him over the past four years since we've started this journey and I'll give him updates. I'll send him an email and he's very busy and, you know, we're pretty busy ourselves, but I'll take time to, you know, send him an update you know, on the progress of the business. And he always appreciates that. And uh, I think it's very important to find people, uh, whether you know directly or that maybe somebody could introduce you to uh, that you could learn from. And like I said, most of the time they'll help you. They'll, they'll, uh, They'll give you the help that you that you want. So uh, having good mentors is very important. Yeah. Do you have any advice that you would give to your younger self? Yeah, I think I would have told a young a, my younger self to to maybe read a little bit more, uh, to just um, you know ask more questions, be be more curious. Yeah, I think when you're a kid, you 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 do go through school and you take all your subjects and it's, you know, you're learning and you're studying and you're taking tests, but you don't really stop to, to, to ask questions outside of that, you know, different than what you're learning in the class. So I think it's, you know, finding people and it might be teachers or, or people in your school, but it might be just people that, you know, other adults, you know, whether it's your parents or your parents' friends and ask them questions, you know, be curious, 
with them and ask them questions. Um, you know, why do you do this? Or how did you start that business? Or, um, you know, what, you know, just, just ask them lots and lots of questions. I think I would have, um, you know, then when it was time to, to start my career or, or to make a decision when you want to, when you're trying to decide what you want to study, um, you'll have, a, you'll be a little bit more informed. You'll be a little bit smarter because you'll, you uh, would have asked more questions to, to adults. So I think that's very important is to always remain curious and, and ask lots and lots of questions, even if it's something you're not interested in. Um, I think it's important because you still might learn something that, that you might find impactful if you ask questions. Okay. In your view, how should school kids prepare for future careers as you see them? Yeah, I think that's important. I think you know, the economy and, and the jobs and the careers that are out there nowadays, they, they're changing. Uh, they're not the same ones that were around 10 or, or 15 or 20 years ago. So I think it's important to, to look at um, the marketplace and kind of, you know, whether it's asking uh, teachers or adults that you might know and kind of understanding what are the jobs of the future, you know, what are the careers of the future, uh, I think that's, again, when you're picking uh, what area of study you want to study, whether it's in high school or in college, uh, you want to understand when I graduate, you know, what is my path? You know, where, where can I use this, this education? You want to make sure that it's in line with, uh, with the current economy and the current uh, you know, business world to, to see if there's a, um, you know, a good job and a good career path for you. I think that's very important to to understand that. Yeah, the food industry has been changing, I would say, in the past five, maybe even 20 years, five to 10, 20 years. And it really started at restaurants. People, if you think of, if you ever heard of the expression farm to table, it started in restaurants and people wanted to, as they ate at restaurants, and this started in, mostly in California, they wanted to understand where their food came from and how was it raised, you know, was it was it uh, organic or were the animals that uh, the proteins were coming from, were they treated uh, humanely and properly? So I think that that's what started back then. Um, you know, just people were, were more inquisitive about their food. They were asking questions about their food, where I think in, you know, maybe a, a while, a long time ago, they just, if the food tasted good, they were okay with it. And they didn't, they didn't, um, you know, understand that. And I think it's convenience too. I think, you know, many years ago people were cooking more often. And like we talked about earlier, it's, you know, everybody's busy and they, they don't have time to cook. And that's, um, you know, where there's all sorts of options out there now, whether it's a company like ours and eat fresco to, you know, that's ready meals. You just have to heat it up and it takes a minute or two, or there's companies that do uh, meal kits where you don't have to shop for different ingredients and you don't have to measure things out. It's all ready to go. Um, so the, the key drivers, I think, in the food industry, the key things that people are looking for is uh, what they call transparency, you know, so knowing more about the food, you know, understanding the, 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 where the ingredients were from, and then also convenience and making people's lives easier. I think those are really important, um, and, 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 even, and they'll continue this way. The food industry will I don't think it'll go backwards. I don't think people will say, oh, I don't care how my, my food was, was made. I think it's going to be more and more, um, you know, people are going to want to know more and more about their food. It's not going to, it's not going to be less. So uh, it's really an interesting time. So many different things are being tried, uh, being attempted by different food companies and startups. 
but the good news is it's all good things. It's all about health and wellness and, and just providing better, better products, whether it's a beverage or, or food item like Eat Fresco. So it's, um, it's an exciting time in the food industry. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you guys for the time. I appreciate it, and it's been uh, great. If you ever have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me and ask me. Okay. Well, thank, thank you so much again. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate it, guys. Take care.